The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And uh, the Garda Commissioner Drew Harris has travelled to Dubai, where he's going to meet with police there to discuss how Kinahan cartel leaders might be extradited to Ireland. Paul Williams is a crime correspondent for the Irish Independent and he's with me now. Paul, always good to talk to you. Um, how significant is, is this visit by Drew Harris? Hi, Kieran. This is very significant. Um, this is just another step on the road towards the complete defenestration and uh, the destruction of the top tier of the Kinahan organisation. Now, it's going to take time. It's going to probably take years. But a, this is a very significant development. First of all, cops from Ireland and from other countries meet each other and meet diplomats and government officials every day of the week and on a, a monthly basis to talk about very sensitive investigations. For them to go out quite openly and so transparently and say, by the way, guess what? Good old Drew Harris and Justin Kelly, the, the, the assistant commissioner in charge of drugs and organised crime and, and serious crime, um, are popping over to Dubai to sit down with diplomats and senior police officers and politicians to talk to them about um, how quickly they can expedite uh, sending the Kenhams home to face justice. That's absolutely unprecedented. We've never seen that again before, and we would probably see it again. Here's the thing. This battle and this war between law enforcement and the Kenhams, which the law enforcement community are winning and the Garda Shia are winning, it has entered into, you know, it's already... First of all, it's law enforcement. Then it moved to the international diplomatic level, whereby at a very high level, diplomats from Ireland and the European Union have been talking to their counterparts in Dubai. Third layer, the Americans come in and very quickly overnight, last April 12 months, have been have basically narrowed down the world or closed down a lot of the world around the Kinahans. Their only, their only place that they can stay at the moment is in Dubai. And you have that huge international effort, everybody working together to work for one goal, and that's to put Christie, Christie Jr., and that's often some other psychopathic, narcissistic son of his, Daniel, behind bars forever. This, what we're seeing at the moment, Chris, uh, Kieran, is um, the psychological operation, the psyops, as the Americans would call it. For now, it's, they're making it very, very public and very, very clear. Number one, we are not giving up on these guys. We're coming after them relentlessly and they are going to come home or they're going to go to some jurisdiction mm. where they can be incarcerated. Now, if you're the Kenahans today lying at the pool in their seven-star apartment complex in Dubai, you will be saying to yourself, no matter how solid or how tough these guys think they are or how resilient psychologically they are, this will be another uh, a dent in their confidence mm. because... If they were considering moving, they'll be gone. They will have to go. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about Iran. We've talked about this, Kieran, and there's been various... And I think partly they put... The Kinhans themselves put that rumour out. Um, if they are and have established connections in Iran, then why aren't they there at the moment? Are they going to go there? Um, the, the, with the Americans involved, they, they have to look over their shoulder now all the time, every moment of every day, because the state around them um, which is very much in the thrall of the United States of America, would just very, very easily just throw them out to the Irish whenever they want them. And, yeah, and, and tell me a little bit about that. I mean, how would Dubai or authorities in Dubai <coughs> approach a request for extradition, you know, from, from Drew Harris or otherwise, or, 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 an, or a request for an arrest in Dubai? Well, they, do they, they do this a, kind of on a case-by-case basis? It would appear that way, you know, that there is no formal legislative or international protocols or agreements. 
Uh, they decided recently to send a guy whose name escapes me back to Italy, a major mafioso. Uh, they sent a guy then back to Holland, a notorious gangster there. But at the same time, they've been refusing to repatriate and extradite uh, a whole host of criminals and uh, malcontents from all over the world uh, to other jurisdictions. Um, one other po- point about this as well, we have been told recently, Kieran, that you know the file is that it's filled, the file on this case or the files on this case uh, against the Kinnahans would fill a room. Um, we are told that the DPP is still deciding on that, and it will take considerable period amount of time to to adjudicate on the case like that and decide what what to do. But it would appear that either the guards have, are very, very, very confident that charges are going to be preferred against the three Kinnahan family members, or, or they're just chancing their arms, which I doubt if they're doing anything to chance their arms here. I think they know exactly what they're doing. This is a very clear strategy here, and it is to bring them back. And if he, they would obviously clearly believe that the DPP is going to charge them. Now, mm. my top and tape in the work is there's, a, there's certainly a major case against Daniel Kinnan. Absolutely no question about it. Um, in case of his father, Christy Senior, I can't see what charges the state here, in specifically the Republic of Ireland, could have against him. Because remember, he was subject and his family were subject to a massive international, Europe-wide investigation way back, Operation Shovel, way back in 2010. What fizzled out went absolutely nowhere. The Kenhams remained ensconced in Spain uh, completely living omnipotently and building the biggest cartel in the world until 2016 and 2017 when they, the themselves and the Hutches went to war and they unleashed absolute murderous hell in Ireland. Now, the point I'm making, going back to Christy Senior, is Christy Senior hasn't been hands-on. Christy Kinnan in this one, in Christy Senior, his, he doesn't have, one would reckon, blood on his hands. Daniel has driven all of this. So I would be perplexed and be delighted to know uh, what evidence they would have against Christie Senior. Mm. Certainly there may be evidence for the DEA to bring him back to the United States because of his connections with South America and his connections then with terrorist organizations and stuff like that. But the main point about this is people are asking the question of one of these bastards ever going to see justice. Well, what I would say to you, Kieran, and I said this to you before, in two years' time we'll still be talking about this, but in two years' time we'll be in an awful lot closer. These guys there's only one way trip for these guys, and these guys are going to end up in a dock, mm. in a courtroom, somewhere, at some stage. Their world is melting faster than the polar ice caps at this stage, uh, and time is running out for them, and they're coming back. Uh, so do you suspect Drew Harris then goes armed with, with that information that the DPP has on hand, that is assessing about Daniel Kinnett, that that's the type of stuff that would be presented at these meetings by Drew Harris to his counterparts in Dubai. Let's let's look at everything we have. This guy is bang to rights as soon as we get him back on Irish soil. You have to remember as well that that when Drew Harris is over there, and again, going back to this, is all very unprecedented. Remember, no criminal organisation in the history of the Irish state was ever considered to be a global target of all these these law enforcement agencies. But he's pushing an open door because the Americans have been sitting at the table with the UAE authorities. Uh, and I've been telling them, by the way, we have offered $15 million to bring these three thugs back. These guys are connected right through the world. And the same criteria, I would say, has been laid down by Drew Harris and Justin Kelly in Dubai when they're sitting down with their opposite numbers. The same criteria that was used by the Dutch, successfully by the Dutch and by the Italians to take the other two major mafioso back to where they belonged to face serious charges of murder and, and, and organised crime. So, you know, 
I'd say the Dubai authorities are well aware of all of this. They're totally switched on to this. They know exactly who they're dealing with. And, you know, they don't have... These guys, you know, Daniel and Christie might have shoveled or brought huge suitcases full of very large denomination notes to them in, the, in, the, in tens of millions of euro to buy their way into Dubai. But the guys, Sheikh sitting over there, who won't give a fiddlers about them when it comes down to the bottom line, if it comes down to, to causing them discomfort, especially in the relationship with the United States and with Europe, then Christy Kenham, Christy Jr. and Daniel will be history. Well, They're running out of time. Um, if there's any kind of update over the uh, coming days on that meeting, uh, we will, I'm sure, be covering it here uh, on the show. Though, as you say, listen, these are kind of slow processes that uh, need to be given time uh, to work themselves out. Before I let you go, though, Paul, uh, what did you make of the decision by Virgin Media to, to, to broadcast this this interview, this documentary, if it's the way to describe it, with John Gilligan? Well, well I don't have to tell you or your listeners what I feel about John Gilligan, what I think about him. Uh, I certainly said in the Irish Independent and other places with Pat the other the other day. Um, I would say that you know, as a journalist, and you as a journalist, this is journalism in the finest traditions. Fair play to Jason or two. Congratulations uh, to him for pulling a massive scoop. Like John Gilligan, I I I'm just away and I didn't actually watch it last night because I just couldn't be bothered uh, looking at him to tell you the truth. And I have recorded it though, and I will watch it when I get back. Um, I'm told very reliably that Gilligan just shows himself up for what he is through this three-part series. You know, he's a liar. He's just a profligate pr- pr- liar. Uh, he's a murderer. Uh, and he is uh, it's like the dying sting of a wasp. So I will congratulate Dave Harvey and everyone at TV3, or uh, sorry, Virgin Media, and Jason O'Toole for writing the book and doing the interview with mm. him. That's what journalism is about. Like, we're all got, we, everyone's got very upset about this. What I'd be upset about is that John Gillian is, is, would be allowed to tell unfettered lies. He is one of the allegations this scumbag is making, is that Veronica organised to shoot herself in the leg the very first time she was shot in early 1985. And previous to that, there was a shot fired at her house, which basically means that she tried to kill herself, which is absolutely outrageous. The allegations he's making in that programme, uh, are absolutely 110%. I've written two books about it. I've spent 30 years covering that bloody story. Mm. Uh, every allegation is made. There is no foundation. There is evidence to disrupt or dispute everything. Remember what the Special Criminal Court said about John Gilligan. said that they had a very, very strong belief or suspicion that he was responsible for the murder of Veronica Gearn. What nobody was told and what we've told him since a million times is two very vital witnesses were threatened and terrified by John Gilligan and prevented from coming to the courts in Dublin to testify at his murder trial. If that had happened, John Gilligan would still be in prison. So if John Gilligan's on television at the moment, congratulations to our colleagues are getting a great scoop. And the public, the Irish public aren't stupid. They'll see this yeah. creature, this dying 70-year-old, 71-year-old parasite uh, warbling his last before he potters off at some stage, not so, hopefully not so long away from us, where he says himself he thinks he's going to hell. So let him have his, have his moment in the sun. He's showing the public what he really is. And forgive me for being so passionate about it. No, understandable, Paul. Listen, always good to talk to you, as I said, uh, and we will chat again soon, I'm sure. Paul Williams is a crime correspondent for the Irish Independent. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.